0: Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick, and I am joined by my co-host, Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. Greetings and salutations. What is going on?
1: I'm sitting here catching Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) I really am. (laughs) I just got a purple rat.
0: Okay, so we're going to discuss <laughs> Pokemon Go today. <laughs> oh, this is the show about color pencil, where we love our pencils so much we wear them behind our ears. So, Lisa, what are we talking about today?
1: I don't wear pencils behind my ears. Oh, you I don't? just want everyone On to know. In front
0: that. of your ears? Oh, okay. <laughs> today <laughs> we're, talking ears. About
1: <laughs> we're talking about incorporating a sketching habit. That sounds dangerous.
0: Sketching, not sketchy. All right.
1: Ah, oh, okay.
0: So why is it a good practice to have a sketching habit? You know, this was brought up in a QA and a that we did recently. And someone was asking about how to improve their drawing skills through sketching. They wanted to know. Uh, a little bit more about how to sketch or what they should be sketching and that sort of thing. So it really is a good topic for a more elaborate show, so we thought we'd take a little more time and answer some of those things. And one of the things that I think about with regard to why it may be a good practice is, number one, it helps with muscle memory. If you're in the habit of sketching, then that will inform your larger and more serious drawings. Because after all, I mean, drawing is a skill, and so you're sharpening those skills by producing that hand-to-eye coordination, that muscle memory, it all just comes back to you again whenever you're working on a larger project.
1: By sketching constantly, you're just improve. I mean, it seems so simple and so obvious, but you are just improving your own drawing skills just by continuously doing that on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, I mean, the reason why I think that's important though is because some people don't believe that. Um, I don't know how you can't believe that. I mean, I, I
1: I actually had someone recently comment on a video that not all practice was good practice because you could be doing it wrong and learning bad drawing habits, bad painting habits, and that is I so well, disagree it, with. Yeah, I've been teaching <laughs> for seventeen years. Right. Trust me, that's just not true. The more you do something, the better you're going to get. Does that mean yeah. you learn what not to do? Possibly. But you're I mean, still mean you and it still benefits Yeah,
0: you could practice bad habits. I mean, but I I think most people that are interested in sketching aren't gonna practice bad habits. They're gonna increase in their in their yeah. skill. That's they're what they're be doing like, it wow, for. If this
1: didn't work, what do I need to do? What do I need to do What do I need to change? Right.
0: Exactly. All right. So the next one is it, it helps you with observation. It helps you because you're you're learning how to see. And artists see differently. We learn how to see differently. And so we're learning how to identify shapes. We're boiling things down. We're taking out details and we're trying to just see the overall shapes and abstract uh, objects. Uh, We're looking at contrast. We're looking at proportions. We're looking at relationships between objects. Uh, So it does help with that.
1: Well, that brings us into the next point is hyper-awareness. You're going to start noticing things you never noticed before. I remember Mm -hmm. being at the zoo a couple of years ago with a friend or friends. And, you know, I'm taking pictures of animals like a normal person, but I'm also taking pictures of a fence post of a chair right. and I'm looking at the details and I'm telling the friend because I had someone with me and I'm like look at how the wood connects here and how this goes and she's just like what are you talking about why <laughs> are you even but you start noticing things because in your right. mind you're constantly thinking how do I, how am I going to recreate that how am I going to create that texture and so you really become so aware of your surroundings in a way that you wouldn't have before and you're not really going to get that awareness if you're not drawing on or sketching on a regular basis
0: yeah, and it just it makes us more aware of our surroundings in life uh, more so than a lot of people who are just observing life through a, a little uh, cell phone and uh, taking pictures and videos everywhere they go, and they're not in the moment. And I think sketching puts you in the moment. Okay, so the, I think the bottom line is that you will become a better artist, and you'll become more authentically you. You'll be able to connect with that inner true authentic self, that voice that you have inside you and develop your style, your skills and some of the things that you adopt you and I adopt as artists whenever we're watching other people draw or we're reading a book or looking at an article and we like something, sometimes we're adding things in that I don't really think are additions, I think sometimes they're subtractions in our artistic journey because we're adopting someone else's unique style and not our own and I think sketching, unlike anything else that you probably do as an artist, will inform your unique style. Okay, so let's talk about some of the tools that you can use then as a, a sketching artist. I'm going to go over just some of these um, sketchbooks that we could use in just a moment. But first, I wanted to talk about the other materials that are less obvious than the sketchbook itself. So we're going to talk about the writing tool. Now, as far as your sketchbooks are concerned, I have a number of them peppered throughout the house. I have one uh, in my car. Uh, you can take one in your purse with you or your man bag like I do and um, you just have different sizes and different options available to you no matter where you are. And in a moment, we'll talk about different sketchbooks that that um, are good to have and good to carry around with you. But as far as the writing instruments are concerned, I like to just use an all-graphite pencil. I I have one that is all-graphite, no wood at all. It's called the Graphstone Pencil by Karen Dosh. It's the HB. And I, I like it because I don't ever have to sharpen that. It's been... Mm, close to a year, probably, since I've sharpened that pencil. Um, it does have some type of protective coating on the outer, the uh, the outer part of the pencil, and so it, it, you know, it's not rubbing off on my hand or anything like that. But you can use the side of it to create more weight in your line, for example, and it's just it's a really nice uh, pencil for sketching in particular. But I also have pins. Um, I like to use the the 005 tip, fine tip uh, marker pin. And, you know, that one, what you're doing, you're producing a line that is a 0.25 millimeter. So it's very, very small. Um, but you can have a variety of different tip sizes uh, so that you can make different lines. The other one I think is really good is a 0.8 uh, these are the the sizes from Micron pens, and so that one is a .50 uh, millimeter. Those are really good ones to have, and I, I like those quite a bit. I also have the Prismacolor markers. Those are good as well. I mean, these are all acid-free markers, good ink, acid-free ink, but the problem with what I've noticed with the the Prismacolor pins is sometimes they will bleed just a little bit more than the Micron pins. That's been my experience with those.
1: It's not really a big deal, though, because you're sketching. No. You're, your goal is not to create the best, most complete piece That's of exactly art. That's so exactly right. So I'm not as picky as you are i think on the tools that i use when i sketch my pencil is uh usually going to be a mechanical pencil i've got one filled with an 4b lead which if you guys have been following me a, a while you know that that is One of my biggest headaches is because you can't get that anymore. I have a lifetime supply because I ordered all of it when I realized you couldn't from eBay. I'm sorry to everyone else who's trying to get it, but that it's super, super dark, but because it's a mechanical pencil, you can also get tons of fine detail. So I would carry that in a blending stump with me with the sketchbook. And that was pretty much it. I've now moved digitally when I sketch when I, because it's more convenient to keep that with me all the time, but it... I would just pick up anything around me. If there was a pen in the car, that's what I was sketching with. I mean, anything around me, I just was not that picky. <laughs> because the point is just, it's sketching. It's right. not, again, trying to complete something that you're going to frame and put on the wall.
0: Right, yeah, and the digital sketching is is just as good. I mean, it, it does the same kind of thing. It, it, well, the thing it I like the so much way. about
1: it, I use a Note phone. I've, I have a, my Note tablet, the Galaxy or Samsung Galaxy Note. I've got the tablet, and I've also got the phone. The phone is pretty much a small tablet. They're pretty big. So I do a lot of sketching, and I'll even take photos of work that I'm working on and then sketch over it to see what would happen if I changed this color, if I changed different things. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my go-to now because I got to where I wasn't always taking my, my, note, my sketch pad with me. It doesn't, doesn't fit in my purses. I always have very small purses. So the phone is always with me, and I've just gotten in the habit. That's just <laughs> what I use now because it is so much more convenient for me.
0: Yeah, um, I do have a tablet and and on my uh, smartphone that I use uh, some sketching apps on there as well. If I can't get to a, a, a sketch pad, yeah, and the yeah, Note those are good. Phone
1: that the thing with that they come with a stylus, so it uses right. the same pressure sensitivity as the Wacom tablets.
0: Yeah, those They're are nice.
1: wonderful to to paint or draw with. So it's not like you're sitting there with your finger trying to draw stuff out. Which if that's all you've got, you can do that too. But it's not as is easy to control
0: right now that experience on that OneNote uh phone is so nice i've i have used one of those i don't own one but had a friend that had one and that is so nice i think that's lost on someone who's not an artist though i don't yeah, know what yeah, they're doing it's one of it.
1: those things that i really hope they always make these phones because it's like this last time around the phone this we're totally going off on a tangent that's but this last one i have the note 5 and yeah. this was the first time they did not have a removable battery in that device and for me that's always been a must-have because the batteries drained so fast, and especially yeah. with how often I use them. But I wasn't willing to get another phone that did not have that stylus, the right. pressure sensitivity, and I've had people say, well, why don't you just go buy a stylus? I use it on my iPad. It's not the not same. Not the
0: same, no. This is made
1: specifically for that, and I use it so often that it's like a must-have. So the company is kind of genius in that. If they would target artists more, I think right, right. people would buy it more no, I think because it's the most yeah. useful product to me. That, so much so that I was willing to give up a removable battery, which I said I would never do because I need that pen.
0: It's such a large phone, though, that um, I would think that the battery life would be fairly decent um, without having to sw- swap it out, you know?
1: Not so much. It doesn't compare mm. to an iPhone. My husband has an well, iPhone. No. and None of the them do. the difference is huge yeah. there. Yeah. But this one also has a quick charging capability. So right. within that's 20 cool. minutes, it's charged to full. I mean, it is yeah, crazy nice. how fast this charges. Right. So it's not... It's not that big of a deal, and I keep a power spare power bank with me now, but um, which is very lightweight. So, you know, you, you find alternatives as you need right. to, but it's, yeah. All
0: right, so colored pencils are good to also use in a sketchbook. Um, I don't uh, do that as much in a sketchbook. I do a little bit in a couple of sketchbooks, but most of the time um, I'm not using that. I'm using graphite uh, typically with that, or pen. I really love using... Um, ink pens, um, because just the lack of mess, and uh, they're just so much cleaner uh, to keep track of with a sketchbook. Because, like you said, you're just looking for that gestural type of of drawing and something quick. Lay it down quick and no erasing, that kind of thing.
1: There are some markers I really like too, and I'm actually sitting here trying to be quiet so you don't hear it on the microphone. Looking to see if I've got any sitting in here. What are mm-hmm. they called? I love them for sketching, and they've got different sizes. And that is not gonna be any help to you guys. But there is a type of marker that you can use that is actually I love the type of tips on them. There's They're a chisel so tip. or nice something? Chi- Um some of them are chiseled and some uh-huh. of them are rounds or pointed. Right. Um they've got a there's a variety. My husband has <laughs> it for drawing. Oh, the word is on the tip of my tongue. I cannot think of it. But just any markers really work really well for for sketching. I love the some of the different looks you can get with layering and That's definitely fun.
0: Charcoal is good, too, but I don't like to use those because they're so messy. And I don't want to sit there and try to protect the work and all that. The point is just to sketch and just to get it done quickly. So I, I typically don't use torn a marker.
1: I'm on that because I don't like how charcoals feel on my hands. Yeah, I'm I don't really like really weird about that. But so when quick, you're sketching, though. like if you're sitting at the zoo and you want to sketch an elephant, you will have that whole elephant drawn out and shaded <laughs> <Right>. super fast. <laughs>
0: exactly. So that they is definitely a nice got
1: a nice bonus. I have yeah. some of those, are they willow sticks? And I can't uh-huh. remember yep. the name. Those are a mate. They're messy, yeah. but oh my gosh, they're nice to draw with
0: right right
1: just have to bring wet wipes with you to wash your hands after
0: (laughs) right uh yeah and I guess you know if you if you really were using your sketching to maybe make something that is more memorable something that you're going to keep for a while or something like that I mean you can always take that out of the sketchbook and and uh, make it more permanent put it yeah you know on a chipboard or something like that um later on all right so how often should you sketch then That is a question that comes up quite often. And, you know, you don't have to be rigid about this and decide, oh, you know, I have to do this every day. You know, don't make it like a chore or a job. Uh, Do it as often as you would like to. Now, I decided that I would just sketch daily, and I've made that commitment, and I love doing that. It's something that I talked about recently, but I have a calendar, just a physical calendar that I put up on the wall, and I have a red pencil, and I just make an x on the on the the wall the in the the calendar space for that particular day, just like I did today. I sketched a quick portrait, took me five minutes, and then I did my x over there. but I just like doing that, and you know you just decide on your own you know what what you're going to do. some artists they only sketch when they're in the mood uh some make this conscious effort to do it at a particular a time during the week you know that maybe they have something that they know they're gonna have some downtime. so they say on this particular day i'm going to sketch whatever works for you that's when you should sketch but if you do it frequently enough then you don't feel like you're starting and stopping all the time you don't feel like you're having to make up for lost time or whatever there's a what i'm trying to say is there's a flow that i get into i i, I realize what i did last time and what i want to try to improve upon this time so I'm doing it for some more particular needs that I see in my own drawing and so that's kind of my own personal thing and so that's the nice thing about sketching it could it's your own thing
1: I would definitely recommend try to do it though as often as you can. I'd say at least yeah. daily. I mean, because you're you're only doing yeah. it for a few sec, you know, or a few seconds or a few minutes, you know, five minutes or so. Right. You want to get in the habit of it. Even if you normally would like to sketch for 30 minutes, you're not always going to have time. If you can get yourself to do it for just that five minutes, just get in the habit. It's one of the things that as musicians we go through as well, I am so guilty of this right now. I have not touched my violin in six months. I've got to start practicing again. But what's happened is I've gotten out of the habit of doing it. It's not my priority 30, I've got a million other things going on, and so I'm so out of practice, and I have to start from scratch now. When I do pick it up, and that's part of why I keep pushing it back, because it's like, I'm so out of practice, I'm going to have to start over, and I don't want to, so I'll just put it off till tomorrow,
0: and right, tomorrow, and right.
1: tomorrow. If I get in the habit, leave the violin out, that, uh, that's one of the things that I have to do is have the, the actual violin sitting out for me to do it, and 10 minutes a day, five minutes a day, just yeah. make a point, pick it up, play a song, put it down, be done with it, but if I do it every day, I never... Never get to the point where I am now, where I am so out of practice that it's like, oh, where do I start? I mean, I try right. to start, but it's still kind of like it's gonna sound so bad for the next two weeks, so I'll just wait a few more weeks. And it's now six months later, and I have not touched it. And I think sketching is the exact same thing. Try to get in the habit of at least five minutes a day, just something.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really strong comparison there, comparing it to uh, music and, and practicing with that or anything that you're you want to be regimented at. Um, I think that's a very good parallel. So yeah, the other thing about it is just start very simply and increase the complexity uh, of your sketching as you progress. Don't try to just you know take on uh, you know I'm going to do the whole cityscape today and that kind of thing but start with you know one simple subject that is a fairly recognizable shape like an apple orange pear something like that you know and so uh let's talk about for just a second then some of the things that you might draw like we just mentioned a fruit that could be something that you know you could you could draw and that's a way of starting very simply you want to take the next one
1: okay um let's see Now, and this actually also kind of ties into the concept that a lot of people are always worried about artist block. I have artist block. I can't think of anything. You're overthinking it. Just stop. Just pick something. Fruit is an option. Just any piece of fruit. A piece of crumpled trash is an option. Any, I mean, that's gonna be kind of hard, and it's got a lot of interesting lines in there. Draw people or your pets or anything, anything in the room that you're currently in. If you see something, draw it. I mean, right now I'm looking at my video camera. I could draw that. Anything, right. Right. just draw anything.
0: Yeah, and, and the deal is, I mean, if you look at something, like, oh, it's too complicated. I can't do all those details. I can't do that texture, blah, blah, blah. Just get, all, get rid of all that noise in your head and say, what is the predominant shape that I'm looking at? And then you start out on that blank sheet of paper with just that shape, very drawn very lightly, and just start with that shape. And then as you progress in that one drawing, you start adding details slowly. I mean, that that's one thing I try to do. Okay, so the next um, option here, if we're looking at subjects to draw, I think would be drawing your own hand. That's something I do often. I draw my hand drawing sometimes. It's and always
1: with it's me. really fun. You can't yeah, lose it. That's right. Well, I might be able to, but most people can't.
0: <laughs> and it's right there um, in in the correct distance from your eyes and right there on your paper. I mean, it's... You know, you don't have to worry about getting skewed in the perspective and any of that. It's just right there. It's really a a good thing to start
1: with. You should do a few of these because I like clumped three of them together.
0: No, that's fine. Um, You could do a candle. You could do a candle that's lit or one that isn't lit. But it'd be be a a fun challenge just to do one that is lit. Uh, Try to draw that candle. Okay, so what about a cup of coffee? I think that's a good one too. Or your tea. Right, or tea for those that um, don't like good drinks. And then, (laughs) or you could do, you know, you could walk outside, you you could do the clouds, you could do trees, you could uh, do anything outside in nature, maybe a bush, maybe a flower, something
1: like that. You could draw your mailbox and stick a photo on it for the post office because they keep forgetting to deliver the stuff that they're supposed to deliver that day. Maybe they just don't know what your mailbox looks like. Draw them a picture. (laughs)
0: Uh, You could draw your breakfast or your lunch or uh, someone else's breakfast or lunch. You uh, You could start very simply, though, and you could just draw a tree trunk or you could draw a single leaf.
1: And the Something leaf is like a good one. That's one mm-hmm. where people are, I've seen people actually in a colored pencil group, this was years ago, so don't bother going and looking for it, but I remember they changed the rules in one of the groups where you had to use your own reference photo, and people freaked out. They were so upset. I can't <laughs> use my own reference photo. I don't go anywhere. I have no way to go get photos. Go outside and get some leaves. Yeah. Like, there are, everybody has access to leaves, and if you arrange those <laughs> in a really pretty way, right. you can get some gorgeous art. Leaves are the most oh, yeah. interesting things, and something that we've all got access to.
0: Absolutely. All right. So the bottom line is, you know, start very, very simply. And you start out with just a simple subjects at first, make them studies and don't, don't do a background, make a conscious effort to just find the main predominant shape, try to, to draw that shape, do it very lightly at first, if you're unsure. And then this is what I try to do, especially if I'm using uh, graphite. Um, I'll make light lines at the beginning, very thin lines, and sort of sketchy, you know, just kind of hitting the paper here and there, and then I'll come back through, and I'll be a little more uh, direct with those lines, I'll put a little more weight on the line, make it a little more pronounced when I'm sure of where that uh, line should be, and I'm looking at the perspective and the negative shapes. Well, one of the things about being able, you know, don't, don't worry about trying to draw everything 100% accurate. I mean, that just, that just comes with time anyway. But one of the things about sketching is that, as an artist, one of the things that, that differentiates us from many people that don't sketch And I think anyone can sketch. They can start out and they can learn this skill. But what happens is an artist, in their mind, they're able to think and draw at the same time. They're able to use their muscle, hand-eye coordination, um, muscle memory, and they're able to listen to the track of voice in their head. Now, some of us don't do that consciously. Some of us aren't thinking about the discussion that we're having with ourselves in our head. But there is a discussion going on in our head, and we're thinking about the uh, negative space, we're thinking about shapes, we're thinking about patterns, we're thinking about light and shadows and values and intensity. We're thinking about all of those things at the same time that we're laying down uh, these lines. That's one of the things that a non-artist or someone who doesn't sketch uh, has difficulty in doing. And so what happens with us is we're going to increase in our ability to do that. We're going to be able to hone that skill, cultivate that skill and become better at it over time. So, don't worry again about being 100% accurate. That is not the point. All right. So, let's talk about some recommendations on sketchbooks. Now, I have to say there's a, I have a lot of sketchbooks. I probably have uh, more than 10 sketchbooks right now, but not my, more than 10. More than 10, yes. <laughs> but my favorite, by far, is my moleskin books. Uh, this one that I carry around nearly everywhere is five inches by eight and a quarter, and... That's this my is,
1: favorite size. I oh, love that so size good. for a sketchbook.
0: It's awesome, and then I also have this little tiny one that fits down in a pocket. I took this with me to uh, Disney when we went, and I carried this this guy around, and he is uh, three by four, which is also a really really nice size for something when you need something really tiny. But the, the thing that's nice about these, they come in a variety of sizes, um, and they have that elastic strap that you can you can use to close them when they're not in use. But then you can also use those to uh, fold back the pages, you know, hold those back so they're not in your way when you are sketching. You also have a bookmark inside the uh, the booklet that is uh, part of the, the glued bounding. Uh, That makes it really nice. You won't lose your place. But they also have this pocket inside the back cover, so you can collect small things, maybe a leaf or something like that, any kind of uh, memorable thing that you want to hang on to. The paper's always acid-free. They have the rounded corners. They have this particular look. They're hardbound, so it's uh, a good, sturdy uh, book. They're nice. If you haven't used one, um, I would highly recommend those. Okay, then... Well, that's just a couple of more here. Another one that I like is the B paper Super Deluxe sketchbook. And that's the one I use this morning, and that one is I think like a eight by ten or something like that. It's a pretty large one, and I, I like that one especially from doing like a portrait or something. Um, I like uh, Strathmore has uh, a couple of good ones. The Toned Tan and the uh, Gray Papers, of 400 series. Those are good sketchbooks. They're good with also a white colored pencil and a graphite pencil with it or a dark colored pencil with it, maybe like a brown or blue or red. Uh, but you can quickly, you know, grab the highlights out of something and then push back the shadows uh, with that dark pencil. And it works really well on those toned papers also have a uh, Teraskin rock paper. That one's really good for ink sketching. It uh, shows up really well when, when you're using ink. And then um, I have several of these Canson mixed media spiral pads, and those are, those are good as well. I mostly just use those for uh, graphite and uh, pen and ink, that kind of thing.
1: I'm a little bit different. I pretty much I'm big on the size as far as, I like that about 5 by 8 inch, although I recently got a bunch of these little Stonehenge pads that are which I don't oh, like I do the pads for color pencil but they're teeny tiny. They yeah. must be like 2 by 4 inches. I yeah. don't know. They're tiny. And I love those because they force you to focus on your lighting and you can't mm-hmm. focus on detail. It's getting in just a few simple gestures, whatever it is that you're sketching, which is kind of nice if you have a tendency to try to put too much detail into things it forces you to focus on the basic gesture and your lighting too that's That's everything so that one i really am starting to like those a lot more but the majority of what i use for sketching now is still my phone that's nice so and i i do not like water i don't like cold press watercolor paper um it's too rough and for sketching i just don't enjoy it actually i don't like it for many things but that's another episode
0: All right. Well, in closing, I mean, I just want to say, you know, these are all just tips on the mechanics of it and how to, you know, get going and get started with it. I just want to encourage you if you haven't used a sketch pad yet and a sketchbook yet. And if you're thinking about doing that, then go ahead and do it. And just remember that this is something that will help you. It will increase your skill level. I want to give you a couple of closing tips here to take with you. One thing is squint your eyes and shift your uh, eyes to try to better see the values whenever you're looking at the subject. Kind of look at it from, uh, from an angle, you know, turn your head to the side, things like that. Sometimes those, those kind of things help. Squinting definitely will reduce down the values and help you just to see the tone sometimes and the overall shape. And then just think about the overall subject And think about the the value, the light and the dark. But I think one thing in particular, especially if you're using ink, if you're using a pen, this is one thing I think that, that will help. Think about when you're doing your hatching or your shading that you're going to use the direction of that particular subject matter that you're drawing. And think about the shading and shade it in the direction that will best describe the different planes and the forms of that subject. So if you're doing a building. Maybe there's going to be straight lines. If you're doing something that's curved. Maybe you're going to use some curved lines. Something like that. So it's just something to think about. Especially when you're doing pen and ink. Because it's it's going to be so obvious. Uh, those marks are going to inform. Exactly what you're trying to portray. And so. If you haven't started. A sketching habit yet. To go out and do that. And I would love to see. Uh, some of your sketches
1: yeah post those over at our facebook group that would be a really fun thing to share
0: yeah it would all right well as always the show notes will be over there at sharpenedartist.com slash podcast and if you would like to continue the discussion you can head on over there to facebook and post your question there in the colored pencil podcast group and if you are enjoying the show consider leaving us a rating or review in itunes we would really appreciate that And thank you very much for joining us today, and we will talk to you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com. I caught a
1: caterpillar. (laughs) Sorry.
0: This is going to be a long podcast. Well, actually, people love that. I had to go funny. and
1: listen to it because I was like, what are they talking about? That Wait, even, what? Oh, even, my God, John. <laughs> even in real life. You, know, you wrote this out really well, so there's no real okay. discussion. Yeah. Although, I have to say, no history lesson, really? The one time I want a history <laughs> lesson so I can sit here and play my Pokemon Go and you don't right, have one for right. me. What the heck?
0: Sketching? I mean, I don't know. There's... I'm sure there's, there's got to be a history sure somewhere. There's, some there's history like caves
1: involved or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Why don't you go ahead and.
1: I actually don't. The only recommend. <laughs>